Hey everybody, welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio on Kello News Talk and KWSN in Sioux Falls and KFTO the Mighty 790 in Fargo-Moorhead. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Ager of Brewer Ager Outdoors. And you know, Kyle, we have an amazing show going today. Uh, we'd like to thank all of you for listening so far. If you're listening live on radio, if you're listening to the podcast of this segment, go back and listen to the previous podcast that you just passed over because they were all very good. And we expect this one to top it off. This should be, this is one of our favorite topics. We're going to talk greenback walleyes with Chris Gone of Gone Outdoors Guide Service. How are you doing, Chris? Not too bad. Yourself? Not doing too bad. Not doing as good as you, but we're not doing too bad. Because as we were just talking, we're, we're talking about your 365-day schedule of Greenbacks all winter, greenbacks in the spring, muskies in Ontario all summer long, until you're back to greenbacks again in the winter, which sounds pretty, pretty darn sweet. You guys really are living in God's country up there. So this year, Lake Winnipeg, we're, you're kind of getting back to the way it was here a few years ago with tourists and travel, people traveling up. Uh, the border is good now. A lot of people are coming up. Um, but some stuff has changed in the last few years. Let's start out talking about that. The regulations have changed. What do people need to expect when they get up there? Well, they, they can no longer keep a big fish, so it's kind of a replica world now for the big, giant greenback. I know everyone that comes up here, that's their main goal is to put one of those on the wall, come home and hang it up or get one made, and that's the problem this now is, you can't do that, but the replicas are so good and they last longer and, you know, they stay in good shape, but that's one thing. And they can't keep as many fish. Um, you're down to four fish per person now. It used to be six. So that's, that's about it. We're still barbless. So Chris, when it comes to the, the, the size regulating of fish you can keep, what is the cutoff when you say you can't keep big ones, but what is the cutoff for folks to, to keep in mind the four you can keep all have to be under, you know, what particular size? 55 centimeters and under. You can keep anything under 55 and in inches, that's 21 and just over 21 and a half, between 21 and a half and 21 and three quarters. So, Chris, I would like to uh, say that I'm going to take slight issue with a comment you made that the problem is, is people can't keep a big one. And they might think that is a problem in the short term. But three or four years from now, yeah. five years from now, it is not going to be a problem. It's going to be a very, very good thing because there is going to be so many nice fish in that lake. There already is, and we're going to get to that here in a minute, what kind of fish you have in there this year. But it's I would think it's only going to get better, which I'm pretty sure is the reason why they did it. Yes, you're correct. And I, I guess it is a problem for some people. I know there's a lot of trophy hunters and you know, it's hard to say, you know, maybe 50, 70% of my clients, that's what they're after is a big greenback. They don't all want to take them home, but, you know, that's what their their goal is, you know, the loose of 30-inch plus. So yep. it oh, is going to do great things for this lake. Yeah, I think it is too. And you're right. Uh, most people that I know that go up there, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a big one. And some of them want to put it on the wall. Some of them don't, and that's fine. And they can still do that. Like you said, the replicas – the replica companies that are making them, most taxidermists now, if you have a favorite taxidermist, I'm pretty sure he can do replicas 
or you could ship it out or send the measurements to some some of numerous good replica companies that can make it look just like it was real. So lake travel, what's lake travel like on the big lake up there? Well, you could probably get around to the Honda Civic. It might, <laughs> you know, rip a hole in your oil pan. But right now we have absolutely no snow. You do have, we do have some cautious areas you got to be wary of. Like there's a, a pretty active crack and pressure ridge on the west side of the lake that have not swallowed cars, but some have nosedived and had to been towed out and, you know, submerged probably towards the windows, but nothing, nothing totally under. And then we have had a couple, there's some shallow spots along shore uh, by the East channel that have an active spring. And, you know, one went through there the other day, but other than that, there's still 24 to 28 inches of ice. Most places you can get around in a truck, one ton, half ton, three quarter ton SUV. I saw, I just saw a RAV4 out here and a CRV out here. So lake travel is pretty easy. You just got to kind of be wary on the West side and, you know, don't go adventuring out in the dark and make sure you know how to read the ice good and stay away from the cracks and the pressure ridges. You can see them yep. before they happen. So, yeah, which is great advice. No matter when you're, where you're at or when you're out there, uh, you always got to be cautious when you're on the lake. And how about fishing? I keep hearing rumors of all these mid twenties fish that to the point where some days it's even hard to catch your under 55 centimeters that you can take home and eat. Yeah, those are not rumors. That is a fact. So <clears throat> this this year has been phenomenal for the 22 to 26-inch class fish. Like my clients this morning, they wanted to do shore lunch. They were in the shack. They had one eater, and they had six or seven fish over 22, biggest being 26 and a half or something like that. And then, you know, I find if you go deeper, you can get on pods of eaters and, you know, Fill, fill your bucket and get your limit to bring home. But sometimes you got to work to find the, the right ones to eat. A lot of people that go up there are looking for that one big one or a couple big ones if they're lucky. And most people feel that they need to be somewhere near the mouth of the Red River, whether it's on the east side or west side or out in front of it, somewhere in that area, which gets fished really hard because of that. Uh, I'm also hearing reports yeah. that there's good fishing throughout the entire lake, the east side, the west side, out and everywhere along that south shore. If you wanted to go out and catch the fish of a lifetime, would you be in that area, in that right there, just east or west of the mouth, or do you think you can get it anywhere in the lake right now? I punch a lot of holes. I chase these fish to the east, to the west, to the north, to the south. If you drill in the right spot, you can have that fish of a lifetime. I've seen them out in 22 feet, you know, and then, like, you'll see them at the mouth, of course. You'll see them out from uh, Donatar Point on the west side. Like, it's just right time, right right place. With greenbacks, it's not like your typical goldie or yellow walleye where you'll fish them on lakes, you're going to fish rocks, humps, structure, current breaks, and they usually stage there and stick in that area. Here you got greenbacks that just cruise. They're always chasing bait cruising the south basin so yep. it's really right time or right place but there is spots that frequently hold big fish or you have big fish coming in there pushing bait and those spots are exactly as you said uh straight out from the mouth 
east, west of the mouth, the east channel, the broken head, the south channel on the west side. I would start shallow, four to six feet under the ice, maybe even eight feet. If you don't get them, then move out a little deeper as the day goes on, or even move east to west. It's just, you kind of just keep fishing until you find the ones you want, and then once you sting them and get, you know, the fish you're after or catch a bunch, and usually it'll dry up, you move on and try to either stay on them or find a new active pod. That's great information. This is Chris Gone, Gone Outdoors Guide Service. Chris, uh, you are one of the only guys, if not the only guy, that is renting fish houses on the lake. If people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Um, they can just either hit me up on my email at gonefishing, G-A-U-N-E-F-I-S-H-I-N at hotmail.com, or give me a call at my phone number, 204-230-2908. Thank you very much, buddy. Thanks for coming on Gone Outdoors. No problem. You take care. Special thanks to our Gone Outdoor podcast sponsors, Ray Sport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store in Dunvilla, Devil's Lake Tourism, Linex of Fargo, Ion Ice Fishing and the Ion Alpha Ice Auger, and Hot Hole Ice Hole Maintainer and Illuminator. Thank you for tuning in to Gone Outdoor Podcasts. Listen to Gone Outdoors live on KWSN and KELO Sioux Falls and the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo. You can find us at breweragreoutdoors.com as well as social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Until next week, from Kyle and Scott, we will be Gone Outdoors.